Hello and welcome to A Lockdown Made Me Do It, a podcast that highlights the positive actions people made during the coronavirus pandemic. That's absolutely right. We all know how many negative news stories there's been about coronavirus over the last almost 12 months. What it's been like having to try and get ourselves out of bed to do those Zoom meetings where we probably don't even turn our cameras on for anyway. And all those months ago, you remember that Dominic Cummings affair that was never away from the headlines? Well, we're going to put all that aside on this podcast. And as Laura says, we're going to be focusing on the positive outcomes of lockdown and chatting to some of the people who have been trying to make an impact for themselves but also on other people. Today is going to be focused about music and we'll be speaking to Taylor and Xander from Berwick-upon-Tweed band Not Now Norman. And here's Taylor explaining the benefits of their daily live streams on their fans. What happened with the live streams, it built a community. Um, We've got people from America watching, from Canada. Occasionally there's uh, uh, people from Austria that, that, that watch. And it's been beneficial to them because they feel as though, you know, they're not just watching something like, for example, on on Netflix or something like that. They're actually taking part in something. So as Laura says, we'll be chatting to Taylor and Xander from Not Now Norman a little bit later on, but this is Lockdown Made Me Do It. So this is Lockdown Made Me Do It. I am Laura Northmore. This is James Rowe. And today we are going to be talking about music in lockdown. So James, what are your experiences of music in lockdown? It's been a bit of a mixed bag, to be honest. I think as well, I I was one of the lucky ones who actually got to go to a concert during lockdown as well, because there was that open air stadium, I think you should probably call it, uh, just outside of Newcastle. And I got to go and see a live concert there. I got to go and see Becky Hill. And it was the first time in probably about eight or nine months that I'd seen live music physically. So I'd count myself as one of the lucky ones for, for music during lockdown, actually. What about you? Um, I've listened to a lot of radio and Spotify. I think that's my music experience. But um, I mean, I'm intrigued because I I didn't get to go to a concert. So what was that like? Was it kind of those? um... It was like a pen. Yeah, you you yeah yeah like the pen. Kind of like I mean, I I don't. I'm not calling you a chicken, (laughs) but like you know when you could. It was. No, I, I'll, I'll save your blushes, but it was. So obviously, if you go to a normal gig, it's like this stadium. If you're standing, yeah. you're sort of pushed against people you don't know, which thinking about yeah. is a terrible... It's not COVID-friendly, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, not, it's not COVID-safe. It's a terrible experience in, in mm-hmm. all sorts of circumstances. But no, it was me, my brother, and we were just in this sort of, I don't know how to describe it, like a four by four metre fenced off area. And everybody had them, so you could book it as a group of six people I think yeah. Uh, and yeah so you had your little space where you could sing you could dance you could have a pleasant experience but just by yourself uh, and yeah it was entirely as we say nowadays Covid secure but you yeah. said Laura you said that radio and Spotify has sort of been your saviour during lockdown I think it has for most people hasn't it really? Yeah like I know for a fact oh gosh like I wouldn't have been able to cope like I put on the radio kind of as soon as I get up in the morning like go downstairs have a coffee put radio one on uh kind of just listen to that find out what's going on in the world drink my coffee (laughs) try and wake up and kind of just listen to music and uh, you know have a I'd like I I make my dog dance around the kitchen and it (laughs) sounds so silly but it kind of just 
brightens your day up a bit. It it's does, dark. doesn't it? Mm. It really does. What about what about live streams then? Because obviously, as I say, I was one of the lucky ones to be able to go to a live gig physically, but a lot of bands and artists have turned to live stream and stuff online. So have you watched any live streams or anything like that? Um, I haven't watched a lot personally, but um, we have a good friend, Jessica, who um, is at university with us, and I know she's watched a hell of a lot of them. Um, I, like, I see her, like, all the time. I know it's been a saviour for a lot of artists, kind of, to be able to perform in some way. Um, I know uh, in our interview, Taylor and Xander, you know, have said that. Um, but just, and for a uh, people just to be able to get dressed up and to watch their favorite musicians in their living room or their bedroom and have a drink and have a sing and a dance it's about trying to replicate it isn't it at home clearly we can't go out to a stadium or an independent venue anymore can we so it's trying to make the most of what we've got but you did just mention taylor and xander there it's probably a good time to get to to the interview isn't it yeah definitely so on today's episode, as Laura mentioned, we're going to be chatting to Taylor and Xander, who are from a band called Not Now Norman. They're based in Berwick-upon-Tweed, and they had the bright idea of live-streaming some uh, some of their gigs, some of their favourite songs, at the beginning of lockdown back in March 2020. And they've been doing it non-stop, every single day, since then. So in our interview with them, the first and most important question to ask them is, how are you doing? <laughs> That's a bit of a, a strange question to ask. I mean, we're all right in the sense of, oh, we can we can get more recording done because we've got the home studio and stuff. But in terms of everything else, it's like, oh, for goodness sakes, here we go again. Yeah, yeah, it, is, it is. I think you get used to it to a certain extent. But we're lucky with them as four of us. And we're not we're not in a like a tiny flat or anything like that, so we have been really lucky. Now, of course, we, we will ask about what the band is doing right now and what the band's been doing for the last what nearly twelve months. But let's take it back before lockdown, before coronavirus. Give us an idea of what the band was doing on a on a regular day to day basis, because you were, I imagine, recording normally. You were doing normal live gigs. Uh, yes, we were. We had just started getting uh, quite a few gigs in. We'd just started recording uh, stuff um, together. We were hoping to get a, 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 an album sorted but when lockdown hit that that was an impossibility wasn't it it was yeah we managed to get a few um uh, actually we recorded a few rehearsals so from those rehearsals we were able to uh, extract the the drum and the, the bass parts and then build on those for the, the the recordings we were doing but it was far from ideal it would have been nice to have them all done properly yeah you know I mean? yeah um and we just got some good gigs uh, lined up in like Newcastle, Edinburgh, and we're starting to get some, you know, beyond. And then Corona happened, and it was like, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so give us an idea then. When the first lockdown hit, and you find out that you can't go out and uh, and practice, you can't go out and do live gigs. What's going through your mind there then? What are you thinking you're actually going to be able to do? Um. Well, that was. That was when you came up with the with the great idea of you know let's let's start some live streams let's cheer some people up because at the time we only thought it was going to happen for like a couple of well they said it was only going to happen for like a couple of weeks or so um, little did we know yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that was the main thing when it first kicked off we weren't aware that it was going to well we thought it was maximum would have been about seven or eight weeks and 
well, we know how it's turned out, don't we? Yeah. So it wasn't until probably five or six weeks after the last lockdown, the first lockdown, should I say, that we started to realise things were going to take a lot longer than they did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, we were lucky in, in in that we could do something um, as as half the band and try and get the rest of the band in when when we could. So yeah. like they joined us for like a couple of live streams just to kind of, just so that we could remind people that there there is more than two of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and we were pretty much just started doing that before the second lockdown, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was one of our questions, actually. We were going to say, did you expect the live streams to continue for so long? Because you started in March and you still go going strong every day. And it's been, what, nearly 300 days now? Yeah, yeah. nearly 300 days. Um, we only just started taking days off um, round about when the first lockdown ended because we thought, well, we need to get some rehearsals done. Um, and I don't, I don't think we did expect it to continue on this long <laughs> well no the, the first couple we did were really just for um, friends and family but a few other people seemed to to latch on to it mm-hmm. and it actually became a bit of a joke towards the end of the first lockdown it was a bit of a joke sort of you'll still be doing this in a year's time and here we are <laughs> 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 so just give us an idea then because it, it sounds bizarre or it sounds daft that you were doing live streams every single day Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was only after the end of the second lockdown that we decided we would take um, a, a couple was, of days off. It, well, week, it yeah. was. It was actually around about the first lockdown. After the first lockdown that we, that we were talking about it. Yeah. We still live streamed the rehearsals, um, but we didn't really have a chance to interact with people during those because we were we were busy interacting and with each other, um, but. But, yeah. it was, but it was still every night at that stage, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't until the end of the second lockdown that we thought we'd better take at least a couple of days off. But that's all we're doing now. We're, um, we've gone from seven nights a week to five nights a week now. Yeah, and, and really it's not even a day off because during those couple of days that we have off, we, we, we record, we'll write. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's every, every day is a music day over here. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we've got a very supportive family. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds like, you know, a lot. So has there been times where you've wanted to give up or just felt like you couldn't keep going? Because obviously that's, you know, a very heavy workload. Well, there's, there's been some times where um, we have had to take the a, a last minute couple of days off for both of our mental healths because with the lockdown, it inevitably does go downhill um i'm on the spectrum so i have had a, a couple of days where i've just melted down and i'm inconsolable <laughs> yeah. we've, we've both done um solo live streams where one of us has been struggling a bit and yeah um but there's only been a couple of days when we missed them out because of ill health because we've just it, as i say people have latched on to it and it's become a bit of um it's almost become like an online family so yes you feel you feel that you're letting people down if you don't do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's only and, it's only in the extreme circumstance that we have to say to each other, look, we need to take the day off. Yeah, yeah. So is it fair to say then that doing these live streams every day and despite how you know intensive it is, it's actually been very beneficial to your mental health for the pair of you? Yes. It's, it certainly gives us something to focus on, no doubt about that, James. Um, I, I can imagine a lot of people will be suffering to find something to focus on when we're, when we're stuck inside. Yeah. Where I think we're fortunate that we can spend 
when we're not actually doing the live streams, we're going to be planning in our, in our heads what we're going to do mm-hmm. when it comes along. So, yeah, certainly gives us a focus, no doubt about that. How much of an impact do you think you've had on your fans then? Because we, we've covered it there, you know, it, it's been very beneficial for, for you two and your, and your mental health. But what about your fans then? Because obviously they don't get to come out and see you perform live music. So this must have been a, a big win for your fans who get to watch you daily online. I think so. I think that they've really benefited from it because what happened with the live streams, it built a community Um We've got people from America watching, from Canada. Occasionally there's uh, uh, people from Austria that, that, that watch. And it's been beneficial to them because they feel as though, you know, they're not just watching something like, for example, on, on Netflix or something like that. They're actually taking part in something. Did you ever expect this then? Because I don't think we've really covered exactly why you started these live streams in the first place. Was it to keep you two busy? Was it to keep your fans entertained? I mean, did you expect it to become so massive? No. No, no, I didn't. It was, it was definitely your idea, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And you took a little bit of a swerve at first because you, you were worried about the technical side of it, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, the technical side because um, people who, who don't know were, were from a, a rural town called Berwick-upon-Tweed and the connection here isn't exactly the best of standards. No, it's, it's, it's switched up to 4G a few times, hasn't it? Yeah, and, <laughs> and, and also um, our our usual bassist, who's he's taking time off because he's, he's become a father, um, he also does our sound, so I was thinking, how are we... How are we Tell tell me, Dad, how are you going to manage sound without Jimmy? <laughs> Please enlighten me. It's a fast learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we certainly didn't expect it. Um, it was just for uh, family and a few friends. And it was actually, um, I think it was the day before the first proper lockdown that we did it. And now looking ahead, hopefully we're going to look ahead to, to a life without lockdown. Uh, what do you think it's going to mean for when you guys can get out and record some more music and do some live gigs? Do you think you're going to be able to perform better? Do you think there's going to be more fans who are going to come and see you perform live? Do you think all of these live streams are going to be beneficial going forward? I think so. I think definitely our performance is going to be an awful lot better. As I've certainly a lot of, a lot of the uh, viewers have said that they can see our confidence growing yeah. throughout the live streams. So hopefully that will come across when we do start playing live again, yeah. Yeah, um, and I think it's going to be... It, it's it's very weird because without the live streams, I don't think, we, you know, a lot of people will have, will even, you know, give give us a second thought in terms of listening to our music, if, if, if that makes sense. But because of the live streams, we've got... An, a, a lot of attention and I don't think we would have made it this this far really do you? I think it would have been easy to, to sit back and do nothing mm-hmm. um, and just wait until things settled down before we even thought about doing the band again and this has given us as I said it's given us a focus and it's given us a bit of a momentum and a desire to keep doing stuff for the band isn't it mm-hmm. instead yeah. of thinking well I'll leave it till next week uh, one last question from me then, because clearly people listening will want to know more about you and want to hear your music. So give them the plug. Where can people find you online? <laughs> right. You can find us on all social media platforms at Not Now Norman for Facebook and Instagram and at now underscore Norman for Twitter. And if you want to listen to our music, you can find us on all music streaming platforms, except for SoundCloud, because 
I have yet to, f- to find the option. <laughs> <laughs> So a massive thanks to Taylor and Xander there from the band Not Now Norman. And honestly, Laura, what a pleasure it was to chat to the two of them. They were a right load of fun, weren't they? Oh, they were amazing. Like, it was such a sweet interview as well. Like, we are... Like, I was sitting here listening to that interview and my, like, I kept smiling. Like, my heart was so warm. Like, it was... Like this year has been such a hard time and just listening to them talk about the way they've connected with their fans through music and through social media was so, so lovely. And to have musicians who like care about their fans so much like that was really, really lovely to hear. So I, it was really lovely to talk to them. I thought that was incredible. It was so lovely, wasn't it? It was so lovely. And one thing we didn't mention at the top there was uh, about how their dog sort of interrupted that interview. We were about to hit record and then the two German Shepherds just were non-stop barking in the background. So, they had, so those two German Shepherds were actually sitting there in front of the microphone as well, being very well behaved once I think they'd given them a few snacks and stuff like that. But Laura, you, I'm going to mention this, you bought a dog during lockdown. Did you buy it or did you rescue it? You Lockdown made you get a dog is what I'm trying to say. I did, yeah. We've been looking to get a dog for a couple of years, actually. Um, and my mum's been working from home since February, for March, I think. Um, and I've been at home since the end of February because um, I've got a terrible immune system. So I've been in the house basically <laughs> since March. I mean, hasn't everybody, but I've been very strictly in the house. Um, and we were like, well, you know, it's per- we could we could train a puppy, right? And I I mean we have, but you know, he's a cockapoo, he's full of energy. We got a cockapoo in on the thirty first of July called Toby. He is gorgeous and he is crazy. So he fits in perfectly. <laughs> and have you been doing any any fitness with him or anything like that, or trying to do some exercise while he's trying to run around all around the house? Oh, I see where you go with it. <laughs> um Yes, I mean, I put on the radio for him, which I'm very proud of. He likes the radio, so I'm teaching him well. Um, he's he he does actually. Do you know? Actually, funnily enough, my sister danced around the kitchen, and he tries to copy like a footsteps. Like he he like if my sister does like dancing, he'll try and like copy the motions of her feet. It's really adorable. He's so cute. Of course, though, of course, though, the reason I asked that is because our next episode of the podcast is focusing all about health and fitness and all that sort of thing, all the things that people have been doing during lockdown to keep themselves active. So we'll be back next time, won't we, Laura? Yes, we will. And we will be talking to Kate Stanforth, who is a disabled dance teacher, about her weekly inclusive live stream. That's right. So join us next time for the next episode of Lockdown Made Me Do It. And until then, don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review and rate us five stars. Mm-hmm.